The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It is October 13th. It's 529 right now. How the heck are you? Well, I'm doing good. And Sean, I would like to give you something. Yeah, you, I have it in my hand right now. It's a nice little bag of some teeny tiny little cookies. And I hope those aren't raisins. <laughs> They're not. They're chocolate chips. They're not that small. I think the crazy thing is they said to roll them into balls. And I th- thought that they would spread out. And they didn't. So they're literally like cookies that never spread. They're just balls. That makes them small. <laughs> they didn't True. spread. They're small. The, I I love them. I accept them. Thank you. I am a cookie fiend. I will give you an honest review tomorrow of how they taste. Okay, I would like to warn you. Um, they are a little hard. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I feel that. But that that's good for coffees, though. That's what I love to do with my coffee. I love to dip a cookie in some coffee, soften it up a little bit masterpiece okay okay i appreciate your optimism like mm-hmm. i know that they're delicious and i <laughs> i feel like you shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth um and i still have all my teeth even though there i've been eating them as well so hopefully honest review i know that we can't be as good as the cookie jar delivery <laughs> co. in girl guides um there's this thing where a lot of the leaders get owl names pardon yeah so like especially <laughs> in brownies it kind of comes about but instead what of word call- did you say Owl. Oh, hoot, owl. Hoot, owl. Okay, I don't know what you know. Like, what? Like, you get what names? What kind of names are those? Owl. Um. So basically, in brownies, instead of calling the leaders by their first names or like Mrs. Okay. Seidel, yeah, uh, they call them like cute little nicknames. And when I was in brownies, we had like Tawny Owl and Brown Owl and those kind of names. Mm-hmm. Now the leaders I work with now. They let the kids name them. Oh, boy. That can get creative. I know. They have the best minds. <laughs> so we have Science Owl. Okay. Who are, you're not Science Owl. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's an obvious science one. Science Owl. No. <laughs> that would be a bad choice. Um, we have uh, another lady is, is called Happy Owl. Okay. You could, be, you, could, you could fall into that one. Oh, thanks. Well, last night I got my owl name. Finally? You didn't have one? I didn't have one. This wow. is my third year. They neglected Geiger. you for. <laughs> no, I know. Like, oh, that's just Steph. Like, <laughs> uh, does she not have an owl name? No, Steph. <laughs> just call her Steph. Um, but they went around the circle and each kid had to, like, suggest a name. Oh. Wow. If you want to feel good about yourself, you just got to ask some kids what they think. All like, right. so they were coming up with, like, Music owl, fun owl, yes, uh, nice owl, like all these like great things. Creative owls, Ooh, wow, yeah, feel good. I feel good. Resounding majority, radio owl. Okay, yeah. But one kid said croc owl. Croc owl. Oh, you wear Crocs. Apparently, I think I maybe wore these flip-flops ones that have a croc logo on them, but she was like, that lady, she's old. She wears crocs. <laughs> I was like, Are you no. a croc owl? No, I went with radio owl. I got, to, I got to, I said, majority rules, we're going with this. I cannot, I'm, I'm ready for croc owl to die, and I hope Wait, she never remembers Did it. you decide on radio owl after they all suggested? Yeah, I got to you, pick No, you can't choose your own nickname. They chose it. Like 15 out of 30 girls okay. said Radio Owl. All I right. felt like it would be weird if I was like, let's go with Fun Owl. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Just call me Radio Owl from now on. I'm not Steph any longer. <laughs> Sounds like there's an accident north on Highway 63 that's backing people up to the Parsons Creek overpass right around there. Hopefully everyone's okay. There's no injuries or anything. And I just kind of gave a tiny little TED Talk on to Zipper Merge so traffic isn't 
backed up all the way to the Parsons Creek overpass. And it seems that Sean is very passionate about this. Um, about a month ago, we both got stuck in traffic around Calgary, and mm. he was so angry mm. that people weren't zipper merging. And I was like, it just seems so rude that you want people to go all the way to the front of the lane closure yeah. in the closed lane and then be like, all right, let me in now. This is why it's packed up to Parsons Creek when it shouldn't be. Because what happens is someone like you, Steph, <laughs> who's very kind, very caring of other people, you see the signs, you see the construction signs, you see the arrow pointing over, and right when you see that, you pull over. It's like, oh, I have to get into this lane. That only congests the other lane. That makes the other lane super long. Instead, what you need to do, cut that lane in half, everyone get into the other lane and drive all the way up to the front. And then you can just take turns moving in. If you if you cut that right lane in half, and then you go over there, we're not backed up to Parsons Creek Overpass anymore. And then maybe people that aren't going north or maybe are going south, they don't have to get backed up into all that congestion because people, shocker, zipper merged. Okay, in theory, I think this works. And hopefully everybody waiting in line uh, who didn't know how to zipper merge <laughs> just learned. I definitely didn't believe you when you just did your TED Talk. And so I had to go and see on YouTube if anybody else was explaining it a little bit more clearly. And there were two guys that were explaining it. They were shaped like pylons. Yes. <laughs> they were pylons in a lane closure being like, boy, am I glad I don't drive. This traffic's backed up like crazy. And they explain how the zipper merge works. And they said exactly what I say. Like, it looks rude to go all yeah. the way to the front of the line. But they said, in fact, you are <laughs> creating backlogs in traffic that block exits and things like that. And people can't merge onto the highway. Yes. So anyway, I'm about to share the pylon video on our Facebook page. If Sean's TED Talk did not... If you need a visual, essentially if you need a visual, yeah. we'll be posting something. Please zipper merge. Why is it that when you call to complain about something or when you call to make something right, unless you get a little bit angry or a little bit stern, nothing happens? Yeah, I've noticed that. I think I think that, oh, I, I think this is deep. I think this is a deep issue. I think I think the the COVID pandemic really shone a light on like customer service jobs and how it's basically like minimum wage and mad people at you all the time every day and then now maybe people are just doing other jobs and then they're stretched thin. Yeah, but I feel like this has been a long time where I call into a place and I'm like, "Hey, this happened." wasn't great. Can you please help me? I need to correct this. And they're like, nope, we can't do anything about it. And I'm like, you must be able to do yeah. something though. Please, can you help me? Nope, we can't do anything about it. After you ask about seven times and you get a little bit more stern, like, no, honestly, you've wronged me and this needs to be fixed. And Ugh. they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let me just, let me see what I can do for you. And I'm like, but why when I was mm -hmm. nice and polite and so kind and trying not to ruin your day, yeah. would you not help me not have me a bad day? And then when I have to get like a little bit, hey, not cool, then you're like, oh, I'll jump to any height to help you and not have you mad at me. And I'm just like, but I was trying not to be mad at you from yeah. the beginning. And it's so twisted with that way, too. Maybe maybe because it is like the nice people that you can kind of like, okay, I, I can get some stuff in order. I just need to clear some things. And then I can come back to them because they're very understanding where it's like the people that like won't even let you get a word in that are yelling all the time. Like, can I just clear this so I don't have to deal with it anymore? But then in turn... 
everyone's mad at you now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just like we reward rude, yeah. unruly, unkind with good service. Mm-hmm. And the people who are asking for good service kindly, we don't reward them at all. We're just like, nope, can't do anything. And it's like, this is so backwards. It is so backwards. <laughs> and like, something needs to change. I don't know how, but something does. Yeah. Is it a chart? Like, do you think it's like if they say this word, then you can finally get the supervisor? <laughs> yeah. Or if they've uh, the secret action five <laughs> times, then you're like, okay, fine. They're really yeah. not going to give up. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, something definitely needs to change. The NHL's in full swing right now, Steph. And I got to say, it is so good already. Was last night opening night? It was like North America opening night. So the NHL was doing this marketing thing. They were playing some games overseas in Europe. And some of the European players like hometowns. And those were counting as regular season games. But technically, like a lot of people associated last night with opening night. Because it was the first games for a bunch of the teams. Pretty much every team that was playing last night. One of them being... The Red Hot Ducks? The Red Hot Ducks. <laughs> Everyone knows that they're Stanley Cup favorites. Everyone knows, Everybody okay? that listens to Sean talk in the morning Yeah, knows. And the, the bad thing was that, well, kind of the bad thing, I had a side gig last night, and so I missed the first two periods of the Ducks game. Oh, no! I came home during the intermission between the second and third, so I caught the third period, but the Ducks were down three to two, and I was just like, oh, they needed me. This is what they, they needed me watching in order for them to start winning but instantly they were playing the Kraken you went and saw the Kraken the other night right I did I did they lost yeah well they lost again last really? night I'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah well the Kraken scored right away when I got home I was like maybe this isn't great that I'm watching so they went up four to two but then boomsies the Ducks scored two goals and then they won they won it in overtime and did you have to buy a rally lasagna or anything? Did you have to put your hat on sideways did you text your boys and tell them to pour what one did out I do I think I took off my shirt, maybe. I You're was just kidding. Like, <laughs> I started like, I just it was like, I need to change the vibe or something. So I took off my shirt. It worked. Hockey <laughs> is so weird. Uh, and then, and then there, of course, there was like some Canadian teams that were going on, like a classic rivalry between Toronto and Montreal. That is usually like always kicking off the year and everyone's hyping up Toronto and stuff and Vegas. They were like uh, the the betting odds. They were like, oh, Toronto's the big favorite here. But Montreal beat them. They scored within the last 20 seconds and it was very oh. dramatic. And so they beat Toronto, which is always good to see the Leaves lose. And then the Oilers. <laughs> The Oilers won as well. How about that? Wow. Okay. Go Oilers. Go. Yeah, they were losing. They were losing three nothing, and Vancouver. They're playing Vancouver, the Canucks. Another classic Canadian matchup here, and they're losing three nothing. And everyone was just like, "Oh my God, maybe, maybe we're not as good as we thought we were going to be." The goalie we signed in the offseason, he sucks, and all this stuff. Uh, but then the Oilers scored five straight goals, and they won five to three. Wow. So all they're right. looking. Mc- Connie had a hat trick. Like everything's fine. Bum, 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 bum. Right. That's what you say at the end of the Oilers game? Yeah, maybe La Bamba a little bit. You say like, go Oilers! <laughs> we'll work on it. A couple weeks ago, my 2004 vehicle failed me, and I had to move into the 2010s of vehicles. 2010s, there you go. Moving on up in the world. Welcome, I should say. Thank you, thank you. It's been years of my husband being able to happily fix pretty much anything that's been wrong with our cars in our driveway. Mm-hmm. Now I have a 2012 and I think I have to take it to the freaking dealership. That's fine. Sometimes some things are out of control. 
Yeah, definitely out of control is the right (laughs) word. I went to turn left onto my street last night and my truck actually stopped. Like as if I had slammed on a parking brake. Oh, no. Just completely stopped. Yeah, that sounds something out of his control that he can't really, (laughs) I think, I don't know. I'm kind of a car guy. I'm turning into one, but that seems dangerous. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm in oncoming traffic. Thankfully, nobody was oncoming. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So then I like popped it into park, popped it back into drive. It let me go 10 feet. So I got out of the street and then it did it again. Complete stop with no warning. Oh. So I put it back in park and it had like a fill up your tire on one thing. Like the tire mm. pressure was low in the back tire. So okay. I did that and then it let me drive home. But now I feel like it's a death trap and it's ready to kill me. And I'm like, give me back my 2004 that doesn't have this weird computer <laughs> in it that's stalling my car. That's right. The axle just breaks every once in a while. <laughs> like what one do you want to venture with? Yeah, I don't know. This is over my car guy head. Did your Did your husband know what was wrong? No, he said neither of us are allowed to drive it until we get to <laughs> a mechanic. Smart. <laughs> Very smart. If we have any more experienced car or truck guys listening right now, if this sounds like a problem you've heard of before, huh? Uh, uh, give us a call. Uh, give us a text. Uh, <laughs> Help me out. 780-791-1037. Car stopping. Middle of the road. No warning. So I grew up in Regina, and every time I'd go home, whether it be from me living here, previous radio locations that I worked at, I would always have a nice, comfy place to stay, Steph. Yeah, a little home base. Mm, my mom and dad, they've owned a home since 94 uh, in Regina, and... Finally, no more. They're off to retirement. You're kidding. They're moving away from the Queen City. Wow. Yesterday was the day. Yesterday, they, they, well, they sold the house a couple weeks ago, but yesterday the, the truck showed up, packed up all the boxes and things, and they got in their own car, and off they drove to one of the Great Lakes in Ontario, and they're just retiring in a small town on the, on the, on the lake. How do you feel about this? I'm fine. I'm so happy for them that they're in retirement now. And my, mo- my mom, she always loves the water. And just those Great Lakes are something different. Like, sure, there's there's the odd lake here or there in the prairies. That can be pretty nice. But uh, for the most part, nothing compares to, like, a clear, a clear lake, sandy beach, just sitting on the water like that, you know? Oh, you're you speaking my know. language. I would, know. would know. I grew up in the very middle of the Great Lakes. I'm like, can I come with you? No, I love Fort McMurray, but definitely congratulations to them yeah. on this new adventure. Where are you going to stay when you go back I know, to no. well, I, I have a load, loads and loads of friends who own their own homes and everything. So now I just, I might have to create like a giant group chat with like all of my friends and then just be like, I'm visiting. Who wants to host me? And then just be a bidding war. I hope that's that's what I'm picturing in my head. Like, oh me, pick me this time, pick oh, me this you'll time. You'll have to like be like, I need to hear about your amenities. Is it a couch? Right. Is it a pull out? Yes. Or is it an actual bed? Is it doubling as your kid's toy room? Oh yeah. Like you've got to really sell yourself here and make sure that they sell themselves. You made a very good point. I need to pick the friends that don't have kids. Because I don't want to sleep in a place that has children running around. But you do want to sleep in a place that has a dog running around. Correct. So yes. these are all no points kids, on the scale. Dog. Yeah, this is what I'm going to have to consider. I actually might reach out to those friends first individually and see what's <laughs> up. <laughs> want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.